And I'll tell you guys since we're since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo, and you're listening to the Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode forty-six. In this episode, we are covering chapters 24 and 25 from the book Crooked Kingdom. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Moi Savienyi, casters. Hello. Well, hello. Hi. So, let's thank some listener cities. Let's do it. <laughs> The first one is Sheridan, Wyoming. Well, hello there. Ah. And then we also are going over to Notting Hill Gate in London. Ooh, Incredible. Fancy. Yes. And we have Nandid, India. Woohoo. Well, for those of you asking how you can help, we would greatly appreciate tips. Your tips will help us to continue to bring you the Creasy Cast. You can Venmo a tip to at B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Or at Cash App, dollar sign, B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Dollar bills, y'all. Dollar, dollar bills. Thank you so much for those <laughs> of you guys that are tipping us. Um, yes, thank you. We really are doing this just for the fun of it, and it's just all from the heart. So it's just incredible for the ones of you that do have the little extra cash flow right now that are wanting to help us out because I know times are really hard. That's just very sweet. It's kind of like a nod to us saying thank you. And it means a lot. It really does. It helps us to keep going. And for those of you that are in struggling like the rest of us, don't worry about it. Goodness gracious. This is a hard world out there. We will continue to have Grisha cast. This is something that we enjoy doing for all of you. And for us, it is fun. It is something to... I don't know, lighten our hearts, get our minds out of just, I don't know, the chaos that's going on right now. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. There's just it's a crazy world out there. So it's nice to have a really awesome fandom to be able to connect with. Yes, it's nice to escape for a little bit. Yeah. And without you guys, this wouldn't work. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for being fans. And to be honest, if there were only two of you out there, <laughs> we'd still be doing it. So... <laughs> Anyways, how was your week, girl? Um, it went by fast again, which I'm not complaining. Yeah. Um, I still, you know, don't ever know what day it is. Right. Um, like today, I was like, I think I'm supposed to come record today, but I think it's Wednesday. I don't know. And it was it was a huge, <laughs> big ordeal. Um, but I'm here, so I clearly know what day it is now. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you made it. I imagine you would have been texting me like, um... Yeah. Girl, I, where are you at? Yeah, that would have been a sad moment. <laughs> it really would have been sad. I would have been, oh my God, I can't even. But um, Where would my girl be? I know. I'm glad that the weekend's here. Um, I had an essay due today as well, so I'm glad that's over. And mm. so I can have a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah, Because it's hard to do everything else on top of being a student. So Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this weekend too. It is going to be so nice. Yom Kippur is on Ooh. Monday, which the high holidays were so weird this year because they weren't like everything else. It's just really weird. But the high holidays were so weird because nobody it wasn't going like dressing up and going to synagogue and oh, like yeah. seeing your family and like doing the usual stuff. It's just there's some synagogues that are doing like live video of it, but then some that aren't and Anyways, it's really weird. So, like, Yom Kippur this year for me is going to be me at my house. Just, I'm going to fast like I normally do, but it's going to be really hard this year because I'm going to be around my family that is Mm -hmm. in my kitchens, like, right there. So, that's going to be difficult, but it's okay. I might just come up with, like, maybe an idea of, like, anybody walks in front of me with food and eating, I punch them in the face. (laughs) Um, I don't think that matches the spirit of the holiday. It doesn't, but but it definitely would match the way that I would feel inside. Yes. So at least I'm being truthful. Hey. This is true. (laughs) I mean. um, But yeah, it's difficult not to have like your community. So warning out there to (laughs) friends and family inside my house on Monday. Don't eat around him. Do not eat around me. Love you. Hide your food. Hide your food, literally. <laughs> or you teeth. will find it somewhere you don't want it. <laughs> he 
He's going to be hungry. Happy Yom Kippur. <laughs> but don't worry. At sundown, it gets so much better. <laughs> it's just 24 hours. Yeah, Eric needs his food. I do. I yeah. hate Yom Kippur because of that. I just can't stand it. Well, it's just so extreme. It's yeah. not just not eating. It's no drinking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people like their mouths drop at that. They're like, you're not allowed to drink water. I'm like, I'm not supposed to brush my teeth. <laughs> like you're not. allowed. And if you like have to take medicine, you're allowed to do that. But like if you eat anything over the size of an olive, you have broken your fast. What? You're not even supposed to put chapstick on. Wow. Yeah. From sundown Sunday night to sundown Monday night. I didn't know about the chapstick part. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's a lot of dry lip juice walking <laughs> around on Monday. And stinky. Because they haven't showered. Um, That's quite a visual. Thank you. Oh, well, it's it's the truth. <laughs> I I am full of the tea tonight. Yeah, you are. And just truth up and down. Spilling it because you can't drink it. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> That's what I get to look forward to. It's a day off, but not real. I mean, I don't know. It's gonna so be I'll just leave you alone on Monday. Yes. Don't talk to me until sundown. Yeah. Um, I'm going to figure out what. But at least I'll get to sleep in. There you go. There's a positive. Yay. And that alone time I've been craving. I'll get it. Because <laughs> no. no one's going to want to be around me. So, Well, there's a bonus. Happy holidays. There is. And it's just the beginning of another fruitful and wonderful jewish new year oh yay so um yeah so i get that to look forward to and um yeah i'm almost done with my book i've been reading and let's see we're getting in there in crooked kingdom which is exciting and there's so much stuff coming with like i'm really (laughs) excited for october oh yeah october well yeah one there's a lot in october we're celebrating our one year anniversary guys So that's really big. A lot has happened. And I don't know how many of you guys have started from the beginning and still are here. (laughs) I'd be pretty amazed to know that people that actually started are still listening because I'm sure I probably scared a lot of you guys away. The OGGCs. Yeah. If you are one of those people, I am not kidding. Please do like... (laughs) Find me, shout out, like, I mean, like, email me, um, Instagram, message me, whatever. I would love to know the few who made it (laughs) from episode one all the way to here that are loyal because, I mean, that's just incredible because this this podcast, like, I mean, we're going to talk about it more when on our special episode, but it started out like just the love creating a podcast just for the love of podcast and having no clue what you're about to do. <laughs> and that's what this all spawned from. And now, look, I get to talk to my best friend every right? week. And she she's an amazing host. We now, like, it's just evolved to so much. And it's really crazy to see. And who would have thought within a year we already had Lee Bardugo here. Right. Talking to us. Exactly. And supporting us. And all the cities around the world, we say every week. Yeah. I mean, those could be bots, but I'm pretending <laughs> you guys are people because it just fills my tiny little cold heart. Well, we're like charting around the world, so. We are. Which is crazy, and I don't like to talk about it because. <laughs> well, yeah, because it seems weird, and I just don't. It's very strange. Yeah. But hi out there. But I think it just shows that the Grisha verse fandom is. We're strong. Mm-hmm. And also, this is our time. Like, we finally, like, we, this is our time. We've got the shows coming, and Lee's been very vocal, and she's just been really at it with a lot of amazing work. The books that she's written for the Grishaverse, they've always been amazing, but, like, you know, just recently within the past couple of years, they've started to collide and actually mesh into, like, this full circle and... It's just an incredible time to be a fan of the Grishaverse. It is. And Lee. So. Yes. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, happy October um, is almost here. We are so excited about it because we've got so much planned for it. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have any special, like, if you guys are really good at cosplay, which you're about to find out I'm not, um, <laughs> please do send us some photos of you guys in any Grishaverse fandom stuff. 
cosplay. We would love to see it. Don't you agree? Yes, absolutely. Because Terry and I have pretty much we're we're trying. This is a goal, okay? So let's see if this can work and you YouTubers can really watch. Yes, you will want to go to our YouTube page at GrishaCast to see the shenanigans that are about to occur. So we've given ourselves a challenge. Yes. The challenge is every episode in October, Terry and I <laughs> will both be dressed up as a different Grishaverse character something. Yes. Yes, and there's mm-hmm. five five Thursdays in October. So we record on Thursdays. So f- five Fridays, you'll yep. get to see something. <laughs> um, I've got one idea so far that's like I know I can like execute. Solid. Yeah. yeah, solid. Ex- how many do you have that you know you can execute? I have three that are like one hundred percent solid, and then two that are kind of in the works. Okay. Yeah. So, and then. I don't know if we need to just like not say who we are in the beginning and let people like kind of <laughs> figure it out as we go and then say it at the end of the episode. It would be kind of funny if we just fun. literally for act as if we're just doing our podcast <laughs> and not say a single thing about it until the here very end. Like crazy people. <laughs> let's do that. Okay, let's totally do it. I'm down. Okay. So, um, and then you guys can guess. Yeah. Some of them will be pretty easy, but. <laughs> Um. Anyways, yeah. So that's what's going on with me. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, we had the fun thing of like doing the names, um, last week, giving ourselves our yes. names, our Grishaverse names. And I meant to say this to you guys too. If you guys like, this is all for you. If you have thought of a really cool Grishaverse name, please, 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 I'd love to know it. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to have the silly shenanigan stuff where we like added like the word that. The adjectives and the nouns that like have the same letter like at the end. If you just want to do like this the plain name, go for it. I um I just found that so cool. I would love to know. Like I that is when I get to meet Lee again, if I ever do, that is gonna be my first question. Like, what would my name be in the Grishaverse? And or do you accept what I've come up with? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if I said this last week. I did go with ER. YK, obviously, Mm -hmm. but I really, really, really wanted A-R-Y-K, but it's just E for, because that's how my name actually is spelled, so I felt like it just made a connection, but A-R-Y-K just was so cool to me. Or (laughs) A-E-R-Y-K. See, and then all our listeners, like, that aren't watching are just like, oh, God, you're making me think. I'm having to, like, actually, like, try to spell it out in front, like, maybe I'm the only one that would have problems with that, I guess. (laughs) Okay, so enough of our shenanigans. Do you think we should get started? Um, Yeah, let's do it. Okay, because we're only 13 minutes into the episode and we haven't even started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope, all right. But, quiz, we're getting ready. Sorry, anybody <laughs> listened last week. That was, his, yeah. He's he's back there pulling his hair out. <laughs> okay, that was funny for me. My husband shaves his head, so. Okay. <laughs> A joke at your husband's expense. Uh, he loves me. Um, so we started off with chapter twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because last week I gave you a heart attack saying we were at like another <laughs> chapter. So we are. <laughs> yes, that was a panic. So we actually are opening up chapter twenty-four with a scene. It's Jesper, so it's just going to kind of explain where we are. Um, mm-hmm. and sorry for hitting the mic. Um. Also, as always, our background music is amazing. It's by Kendra Dantes and produced by Year 26. So, again, thank you for letting us use this. Um, mm-hmm. I think it brings a lot of drama and actual, I don't know, just mysteriousness to our scenes. Maybe one day we'll actually put on an actual production of our scenes. We'll have a <laughs> stage in the back. Well, we'll have costumes here costumes. pretty soon. <laughs> yes. There'll be a whole closet in the studio for our costumes. Yes, and the actual applause will be from a real live studio audience. <laughs> right. Grishaverse. Right. The musical. Oh my god. Oh my god, I need that now. Yes. Take my money. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get started. So we're back at Jesper. If we kinda remember where Jesper was, he um just had that fight with um Kaz and um he's his father obviously is kind of getting hints to like knowing 
what happened, that everything's been a ruse. Okay? So um, this um, scene is between him and Inej. I will be playing Jesper, and Terry will be playing Inej. Mm -hmm. So, curtain up, y'all. Jesper. He whirled. Inej was right behind him. He hadn't heard her approach, but that was no surprise. Have you told Inej you're the reason she almost died at the end of Uman's knife? Well, Jesper figured he'd been doing a lot of apologizing this morning. Best get to it. Inej, I'm sorry. I didn't come looking for an apology, Jesper. You have a weak spot. We all have weak spots. What's yours? The company I keep? She said with a slight smile. You don't even know what I did. Then tell me. Jesper looked down at his shoes. They were miserably scuffed. I was in deep with Pekka Rollins for a lot of Krug. His goons were putting the pressure on, so I I told them I was leaving town, but that I was about to come into a big score. I didn't say anything about the ice court, I swear. But it was enough for Rollins to put the puzzle together and prepare an ambush. She sighed. And Kaz has been punishing you for it ever since. Jesper shrugged. Maybe I deserve it. Do you know the Suli have no words to say I'm sorry? What do you say when you step on someone's foot? I don't step on people's feet. You know what I mean. We say nothing. We know the slight was not deliberate. We live in tight quarters, traveling together. There's no time to constantly be apologizing for existing. But when someone does wrong, we, when we make mistakes, we don't say we're sorry. We promise to make amends. I will. Mati un shiva yelu. This action will have no echo. It means we won't repeat the same mistakes, that we don't continue to do harm. I'm not going to get you stabbed again. I got stabbed because I let my guard down. You betrayed your crew. I didn't mean... It would be better if you had meant to betray us. Jesper, I don't want an apology, not until you can promise that you won't keep making the same mistake. Jesper rocked lightly on his heels. I don't know how to do that. There's a wound in you, and the tables, the dice, the cards, they feel like medicine. They soothe you, put you right for a time, but they're poison, Jesper. Every time you play, you take another sip. You have to find some other way to heal that part of yourself. She laid her hand on his chest. Stop treating your pain like it's something you imagined. If you see the wound is real, then you can heal it. A wound? He opened his mouth to deny it, but something stopped him. For all his trouble at the tables and away from them, Jesper had always thought of himself as lucky, happy, easygoing, the kind of guy people wanted around. But what if he'd been bluffing this whole time? Angry and frightened, that's what the Fjordan had called him. What had Matthias and Inej seen in Jesper that he didn't understand? I... I'll try. It was the most he could offer right now. He took her hand in his, pressed a kiss to his knuckles. It may take me a while before I can say those words. His lips tilted in a grin. And not just because I can't speak Suli. I know, she said. But think on it. She glanced towards the sitting room. Just tell him the truth, Jesper. You'll be glad to know where you stand. Every time I think about doing that, I feel like hurling myself out a window. He hesitated. Would you tell your parents the truth? Would you tell them everything you've done? Everything that happened? I don't know, Inej admitted. But I'd give anything to have the choice. Anything to have the choice. And girl, we are getting good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I hope those Emmy people are out there listening to podcasts. I know you're not, but hey, just listen to us. We are we're getting good at this. Yeah, we are. We are. And I love languages. I love that they put in her the Suli are so smart. I just think they're like it's amazing how much thought she's put into the Suli people, mm-hmm. how they just they don't they don't think about themselves. Like, what is the word? Like, they're not they're not into themselves. They're very much not like American people. They're not all about themselves. They're very realistic. It's very, we are a group of people. We work as one. And we don't, it's like almost like they realize what's so important in life. The things that are important and things that aren't. Like, I mean, stepping on, like, 
for instance, they say, like, I mean, stepping on someone's toe, it's an accident. Right. But, like, okay, so, like, the other day, like, this literally happened to me. I um, I get two breaks at work. And anyways, I guess when I got to work, um, my my parking lot was, like, crowded. Um, and you know how sometimes when you park and the cars next to you are very close mm-hmm. and the only way to get out is, like, to tap the door? Like, you don't, like... Right. shove it open or right. anything but you tap it mm-hmm. like that's all i could like that was the only way i could get out so like i i like tapped it well anyways that happened when i went in my break was like two and a half hours later i came out went and, and i sent my car during my break um just to get away from everybody and then when i was done i got out and i the car was still there so i tapped it i'm not even kidding you <laughs> the lady rolled down her window and said hey you you hit my car and I was like, excuse me? And she was like, you hit my car twice. And I was like, I tapped your car. <laughs> and she's like, you hit it. And I was like, honey, do you see a dent? And <laughs> she's like, I don't I don't know. And I was like, honey, I work here. I tapped your car. I can see. I promise you, I did not hit your car. I'm sorry. And I walked off. But it was just, it actually really irritated me because... It's just like things like that. Like mm-hmm. people are so like she wasn't concerned at the fact that she wasn't even in her parking spot. And you know what? Sometimes people have horrible parking jobs and but she wasn't even in her line. So the only way I could physically get in my car was to have to tap her car. But like at least I didn't jam it. She was so concerned about just like it wasn't her wanting to get out of the car, see if there was damage. She didn't care about that. It was more about the fact that she wanted to like just almost pick a fight mm. i feel and like that's what really irritated me because yeah. if she had gotten out and looked and really was concerned about her car that would have been different but she wasn't her mm. donut eating butt just was <laughs> wanting to sit there and need her donuts which she didn't care about getting that white fluffy stuff all over her wheel which i saw <laughs> she had it all over Aww. but a dent on her car which was not even i don't know anyways no, the whole apology thing gets me into trouble a lot. And I say that because I have a whole different view on it. I don't apologize unless I 100% did something wrong. Right. I, sh- I get a lot of flack from everyone about like expecting an apology. What? And my whole thing is I will not apologize for the way you perceived something. See, I didn't say something to hurt your feelings. I didn't do something to hurt your feelings. You perceived it that way. That's your problem. It's not mine. And that can be seen in a negative light, but that's how I roll. And I worked a long time to get there. And I will not apologize unless I 100% need to. And my whole thing in life is to never do anything that requires an apology. And that keeps me from doing things, you know, like, because I don't want to have to apologize to somebody for something that I did because then that I've done something wrong. So my, one of my mottos is, never do anything that you're going to have to apologize for Mm. and that you know keeps you in line i've never seen you uh, like my entire life that i've known you there's never been anything that i thought you've ever needed to apologize for nope because but are you saying like there are a lot of people that (laughs) seem to think that you need to apologize for things yes yeah there's been many times where there's been um some something i've said has been taken wrong um and they are just waiting around for an apology. And I'm like, Mm-mm, nope, you perceive that wrong. That's your problem, not mine. So yeah, moving on. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you can apologize to me <laughs> for telling me that I was a terrible person. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> well, I need to adopt that because my like, aud- I cringe at confrontation. So like I will apologize for anything and everything just to get out of it, which is a horrible. I hate it. I hate that part about me. I hate being so fearful of confrontation. It's just, it scares me. And I don't know, these, like, I mean, I apologize for something that I didn't need to apologize right. for. Um, well, The things that I'm- come out of your mouth, like, you're responsible for, but if you did not mean them in a negative tone or you did not say them in a negative tone, it is the other person's responsibility on how they feel about it, how they pe- perceived it. Their perception of what you said and what you did is none of your business. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why you're my best friend. So <laughs> I'm just going to learn. I, 
Um, many, I will say all of my friends are very similar to to you in that aspect. And I think that's why you have friends that are the opposite of you because you can balance each other out. I mean, I would never get along with anyone else that's like, (laughs) screw you. Well, right. Because that would never work. But no, that would not work at all. Um, yeah, I'd be frightened. So you have to so you have to balance each other out. Yeah, for sure. So I need nice people in my life. <laughs> so you can be that troublemaker at heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm really a troublemaker. No, you're not. But I, I do remember that adjective we used last week. And yes. I just can't forget about it. <laughs> yeah. I get called the ice princess all the time. So see, and I hate that. I I, I like Ice Princess because it seems really pretty, <laughs> but like I don't Let like the meaning behind it, like saying like... Right, that I'm emotionless. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I'm not uh, emotionless. It's just none of my business how you feel. Yeah, no, you are not emotionless <laughs> at all. No. I know you. Nope. Lord have mercy. You I have not... got emotions. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. <laughs> A lot. Very strong ones, which is, I think... Um, Girl. One of the psychologists um, at school, because I work with the psychology instructors, have said the people that hide their emotions all the time are the ones that feel it, feel them the most. And that's yeah. why they don't show them. Mm. So there you go. You can take that. Yeah. Take but not that. everyone understands that. That's okay. No. It's like, yeah. I feel like I've been doing a lot of that with my 13-year-old. He's at that age where he's like, He's really hitting puberty hard, so there's been a lot of these conversations that are, like, really important, but he is not getting a single word of oh, yeah. it. And I just want to hit my head against this mic, uh-huh. and I just can't get him. But anyways, oh, gotcha. let's move on. Um, I know we don't have a lot to cover in the Grishaverse, but I didn't mean to go on that big of a tangent with you. Sorry, girl. <laughs> okay, so after that, wait, where am I? Oh, there I am. Okay. So Jesper tells his father that they all lied for him and that he lost the money his dog gave him for his studies um, on gambling. Jesper then has a flashback of um, his mom and his mother being a Grisha and how his father just flips out over it. His father was just not accepting of, what was the term they called? Zoa? Zawa. Zawa. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I just can't remember it. Um, Because they didn't say Grisha. They didn't say Grisha. Um, he, but his father was just not accepting it because mm-hmm. his father just, the moment it happened, his mother died, he just associated her death with that power. Right. Um, and that that power was the thing that killed his wife. Mm-hmm. And they get into an argu- argument about him being a Grisha and how he taught him to, how. He's mad at his father because his father pretty much taught him his entire life to hide his powers and tells his father that we all die anyways, whether we show or hide our powers, no matter what, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, so what a good, what a good line. I mean, we're all going to die no matter we are, what I got from that, we're going to die no matter if we're true to ourselves or or not. Exactly. Might as well live in truth or you can hide. I mean, you're going to die no matter what. 100%. And I love that. The power is not the thing that kills us. Um, he runs into Wyland playing the piano. I love this part, by the way. Oh, my so God. Much. So yes. much. <laughs> for a minute, girl. For a minute, no, we love this. I loved this. the whole thing. I thought it was fantastic. So oh my please God. continue. I got excited, and then I was like, oh! Okay. <laughs> no, I knew what was going on the whole time. Did you really? I did. Damn, you're so good at spoilers. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read this part. Wyland rose from the piano bench. He took a step toward Jesper. His eyes were a clear, luminous gold, like sun through honey. Jesper missed the blue, the long lashes, the tangle of curls. But if the merchling had to be wrapped up in a different package, Jesper could admit he liked this one plenty. Mm -hmm. And did any of that really matter when Jesper was looking at him like that? Head tilted to the side, a slight smile playing over his lips. He all... He looked almost bold. What had changed? Had he been afraid Jesper wouldn't make it out of the scrape on Black Veil? Was he just feeling lucky to be alive? Jesper wasn't sure he cared. He wanted distraction, and here it was. And what does he do? He kisses Wyland. Boom, bam, slam, dunk. Because he, finally, we've been waiting that. We got some roll, man. Mm-hmm. Jesper and Wylan 
but <laughs> scares me. Psych. Because who interrupts? Wylan. <laughs> yes. Don't forget. Kue. Wylan looks like Kue. <laughs> so Jesper is kissing Kue, who looks like Wylan. And the real Wylan <laughs> interrupts them and is like, Ugh! <laughs> and of course, slutty Kue. I'm sorry. He is so slutty. Slutty bottom. I am bottom shaming this one. Um, because th- he just kind of smiles at Jesper like, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> I tricked you. You were about to get up a hill. But, um, Kaz, um, Kaz, <laughs> yeah. Wyland tells, um... The real Wyland. <laughs> the real Wyland tells Kue and Jesper, Kaz wants to meet with us, by the way, and just walks <laughs> off, and Jesper's like, you are more trouble than you're worth. <laughs> and that's the end of the chapter. I get so excited about that. I wanted them to kiss, and I was so Kuei excited. Kuei is like, well, you know, I've, <laughs> since we're probably going to die. <laughs> what a slutty bottom. Bottom oh. shaming you. But see, I figured something was going on because he kn- he didn't say anything. And then Jesper was saying that something <laughs> felt different with him. So I my know, brain was it- like, oh, it's Kuei. He's about to kiss Kuei. I just can't believe I can't Kue and his trick games. Mm-mm. Oh, I loved it. That little sh- he shoe, right? Yes. Yeah, that little shoe boy has some games his whole time. Shoe <laughs> games. Shoe <gasps> games. Ooh. Okay. So anyways, that was my chapter. It wasn't a lot, but I made it last long. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's mine. Yes, there Chapter is. 25 that Ooh. follows Matthias, which... There's not a lot about Matthias in there, so it kind of confused me why it quote-unquote followed him. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of information in this one, and I tried to to kind of whittle it down. So, Well, we're with you, girl. Let's do all this. Right. Let's do it. Let's listen. So we're all back in the sitting room of the fancy hotel. Remember, Kaz wants to see us. The Gelder Hochhoff. Yes. That's, sorry. <laughs> Whenever they name the hotels or things I can't yeah. pronounce, I'm just like, I pronounce the first letter and then the... Ugh. So if we remember, remember the last time, um, remember last week, the plan is that Kuwait will sell himself as in auctioning himself off. Yeah. The quote about this is any Kurt citizen and any free citizen who travels to Kurt has the right to sell his own indenture. It isn't just the law. It's a trade and there's nothing more holy in Kurt. Kuwait Yobo has the sacred right as sanctioned by Gezen, god of industry and commerce, to submit his life to the will of the market, he can offer his service at auction, end quote. So that's kind of like tradition in Kirch, that you can be like, hey, everybody bid on me, and if, the, I guess if you need money. And isn't it kind of like, don't you, in your perspective too, like the first time that we kind of are like, because there hasn't been really a lot of religion that we've we've read about saints. There was there was mention of Gezen before. right. And then on that one island, it was, there was like a giant statue or something that was in, I don't know, where they were making the trade. It was like um, an area that was named for one of the... Are you talking about in Six of Crows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kirch, that's a, yeah, that's, Kirch seems to be like, I mean, in this story, we're hearing more about like any kind of religious thing besides like Fjorda kind of talking about gel and the sacred ash tree. I just, the religion is always fascinating to me in Grishaverse because there's like just small little snippets of it. Right. And like Kirch is just such an interesting one because it's about like money. Yes. Everything is money and, and trade. Yeah. It's just so interesting. So I just wanted to, I don't know, bring <laughs> that up to you and see if you kind of like were yeah. enamored with it like I am. <laughs> yeah. So Kaz says they're going to fix the outcome so the people they want to win will win. He continues on by saying, trade is sacred, protected by law. The merchant council are duty bound to make sure an auction proceeds without interference. The stod watch will be out in force and the auction statutes demand that the trade or the council of tides provide their assistance to the merchant council, the stod watch, the tides all required to protect Kuwait, end quote. So no one can, um, no one can like go after them. So that everyone has to like protect Kuwait, who is auctioning himself off. 
Yeah, so he can't get in trouble from nobody. Right. So, uh-uh. ne- so because everyone knows kind of who he is, but they can't do anything during this time. So Inez is right. going to go to the Ravkin embassy to let them know what's happening. And we learn that Crazy Pants Dunyasha claims she has Lansoff blood. So she was being considered by the Driskela to overthrow Nikolai, but they realized that she is, quote, delusional. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I did not see that one coming at all. <laughs> you mean she's crazy? She crazy? She cray. Really? She cray girl. And she's Lansoff blood. Yeah, sure. Which is so crazy. I, I love the... I love that. It's a small little line in there where they bring that up. But <laughs> I, I think it's so cool. That- That's why I had to say it because it's one of those little tidbits of like fun. Oh, yeah. Um, Nika. Nina brings up like, hey, guys, Rock is broke. So um, they can't win the auction. And Kaz says the Kirch Merchant Council is going to loan them the money, which, of course, sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So everyone is like, oh, yeah, right. Right. Kaz explains that Van Eck has been buying up Jurta Farms so that when Param, the Param recipe is public, he'll control the Jurta supply. When Kuwait announces the auction, the council will know the secret of Param will be public at any time. So they'll be free to act up by buying all the Jurta. The Param recipe. I know. Sorry. Isn't that funny? I know. Um, he, Martha Stewart's version yeah. coming out. She's my idol. He wants to set up a Jurta consortium for those greedy folk, Mm -hmm. but the money will be funneled to Ravka instead so they can afford to bid on Kuwait. Smart. Jesper asks who will be the face of it, though, because uh, dude, we're all criminals. Do. Kaz says Comb will be. He knows Jurta. He speaks Kirch and Zimini, and he looks the part. Comb for some reason, agrees with this, which I, he shouldn't have. Cass has already yeah. changed Combs' identity to Johannes Reitveld, who owns a farm and has holdings Ugh. in <laughs> Novia Sim. If they get the money they think they will from the council members, they'll have at least 65 million Krug. Wow. And look, Matthias, all of a sudden in Matthias's chapter, he's worried about Kuwait's safety. Kaz says that he and Matthias will be with him. No disguises, though, because by law, Kuwait has the right to choose his own protection for the auction. No one can touch him until after the auction. And then Kaz says there will be a huge distraction, which we don't really know about yet. No, we don't. At this point, Kaz actually kind of, sort of admits a mistake by saying he shouldn't have gone to Rollins for that last deal. One time. Yeah. Yep. Nina, <laughs> I know, mark it in the calendar. Only time it's, it's going to happen. Red day. Nina says they are going to need help. And Kaz says he's going to the slat so he can get a bigger crew. They're all like, uh, not a good idea, dude. Right. So Kaz's response, quote, when this is all over, when Van Eck has been put in his place, when Rollins goes running and the money paid, these will, these will still be my streets. I can't live in a city where I can't hold up my head. I've taken knives, bullets, and too many punches to count, all for a little piece of this town. This is the city I bled for. And if Ketterdam has taught me anything, it's that you can always bleed a little more, end quote. Which I kind of like that yeah. quote because he's he's like, I have given everything to this town and I'm not leaving it. Well, he is Ketterdam. He I was mean, born it, of Ketterdam. Yeah, like it runs in his blood. He is like, he is, I just, I don't know. He is Ketterdam yep. to me. So Nina says, um, that's great and all, but everyone isn't just going to like pack up and leave it to you. Kaz says he knows something that they're all afraid of. And Nina, you're going to give it to them. End of chapter. Cliffhanger. What is Nina going to do? I know we keep on doing these cliffhangers, but (laughs) that's the point of it. So, I mean, it's part of it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find out next week when you tune in to the Grisha cast. Exactly. The same Grisha time, same Grisha channel. Mm. <laughs> so we're supposed to be doing this more often because, I mean, Fear to Mary Kill is like our thing, girl. Okay. And I came up with one for you. <laughs> All right. Well, just because I wanted to. Okay, ready to go. Dunyasha, Inej, and Nina. Fear to Mary Kill. Um... Mary, Inej, Fjordan, Nina, 
and kill Dunyasha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. You have to kill Dunyasha. You have to. She's so crazy. You're not going to marry her if you're in crazy pants. She's got red hair, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, that that's the illustration we saw earlier. Yeah. Where so she's got like, red hair and freckles. Yeah. Mm. She's Ravkin. Is she? Do we, 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 I don't know if we know. That's what they were saying in that part in the book. Where, oh, but she would have to be if she was. Yeah, she's claiming Lance that she's. Blood. Yeah, so she would have to be. Yeah. So yeah, claiming. But I bet you anything she's not. I'm. Uh, I'm just there's guessing. no I telling because she's one of those like liars that always. Well, says she's delusional. Something. She's insane. She should be. She should take Alice's place. <laughs> she's like that kid in high school that always told you they were doing amazing things like going on tour with Aerosmith by playing the harmonica and we know you're crazy <laughs> oh my god what's up I am um, did you have one of those yes really I was we can't point talk about five, that on air nope I was 0.5 seconds from saying the name but I'm not going to yeah you know don't. who you are mm. <laughs> They're probably not listening now because nope. they're probably touring with Aerosmith. <laughs> they're too busy doing crazy, amazing things that, you know, no one could ever prove. There was a person that went to my camp that did that. Yeah. There's and always had, those people. And I had no clue about it because I was just like, whatever. But it was about, <laughs> but the thing is, is like their lies were about like some of the stupidest stuff. It was like about like all these books they read or something. I think it was when I was like nine, I told my classmates that I was like actually a princess but like, yeah. I think that's Aww. a normal thing to do. Well, of course, but you are a princess, girl. <laughs> you are the princess of Roland River. Oh, Roland River, what up? And I was Princess Sheffield. Sheffield. Oh, <laughs> no one gets that except us. I know. Sorry, guys. Those are just the names. <laughs> Everybody's of like, the, I'm moving on. Those are just the subdivisions we lived in. Yeah, we lived behind each other, and then mm. Sheffield flooded. Yeah, and my house got struck by lightning and burned down to the ground. Yeah, Sheffield. Sorry, nobody knows anything about this, but that that neighborhood went through some things. <laughs> it was a beautiful place to grow it up. It was, but it went through a lot. My husband actually met me there. Yeah, and we got our um our photos done there. My, which you bought my BFF before you lived there. Which one? I apparently like. Yeah, I guess Sheffield you, people. Just so, which is so weird. And then remember when like I. We were growing up out of it, but like the Titans were just starting to get big and all the Titans started building houses there. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah, in that area, yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> Sheffield kept growing. I but... worked at Applebee's and that's where I met some of the Titans players. They came in to have some wings and some burr. Well, I'm just going to wow. say I did some things up in that neighborhood. That playground. Didn't we all? All righty. <laughs> okay. And it is that time for... <laughs> Grisha Cast News. <laughs> so, right. moving on from wings and beers and applebees, we've got <laughs> Grisha Verse news. So, there actually is a lot coming up. Um, Lee has just let out a fiasco of upcoming events. And that is because a new book's coming out, the Historia Sanctia. It's going to be so pretty. It really is. Um, her Instagram feed, she actually showed a flip through of it, and it looks gorgeous. And it is the first book I've ever seen that has a half cover thingy, you know? Mm, yes. That's so interesting. But it's going to be look exactly like the prop from the show, which is exciting. That is. Um, but... I'm just excited for the book itself. It's going to be great. It's going to have stories about the saints that we've read about, um, especially we learn more saints when we get into King of Scars. But any saint, I have a feeling that any mention of any saint is going to be in there, which is mm -hmm. going to be really cool and probably was really exciting for her to be able to do that and just to be able to all of a sudden come up with some of these stories. So exciting. <laughs> Um, so with that, she's got October 8th. She is doing, all this is virtual, of course. Um, Lee and Clara Bell tell the truth. Um, it's a, it's really cute. It's like a little bookstore. I believe it's somewhere in the South. It's a, I want to say feminist bookstore. Um, and she's doing like a little, like just a virtual, a virtual 
talk about go- the Grishaverse gossip and the power of the fandom, Forbidden Ships. Um, and it's Thursday, October 8th at seven at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, yeah, it's kind of cool and cute. And it's somewhere in the South, this bookstore, Cheris Books and More. I'm trying to see if I can see where it is, but... Um, hmm. <laughs> somewhere. It is somewhere. It's somewhere in the South, I think. Um, I am, but anyways, moving on. It um, is the South's oldest independent bookstore located in Decatur, Georgia, Georgia. Decatur. Decatur. Told you. So that's going to be kind of cool. And they also automatically have like, we do not tolerate harassment in any form. And they include sexual language imagery and anything also for sexual gender, gender identity. And I just sexual orientation i I mean obviously there's the others but like they actually mentioned that so i love it when we've got places that are up and coming and understanding what's going on in our world today unlike others so october 10th we have they're part of comic-con which we know um her and the director will first be having i guess it's like a com it's a conversation between them and I know we're gonna get some we're gonna get some news. October mm-hmm. I think is gonna be filled with finally we're gonna get a lot of news that we've been waiting all year for. And it's just it's gonna be a Grisha verse fest. There has to be with so many events coming up. We yeah. have to learn something. So we're gonna find out more about the show. And then she's also doing a meet and greet one on one um virtually at Comic Con, which I signed up for. Um, and, um, anyways, moving on October 27th, she has something, it's an Instagram live at Indigo Books. And then on October 29th, this one I'm so excited about, um, because it's a Barnes and Noble Halloween book club with her and Aiden Thomas. Aiden Thomas is a transgender author who just came out with a book called Cemetery Boys, that Lee mentioned in our um, interview with mm-hmm. her that she told us we needed to read. So um, I'm very, 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 very excited about that. That's going to be a great interview. I haven't started Cemetery Boys, but it is on my um, shelf. It's the next book I read. Um, so that's um, she's got all that on her site, um, on the Grishaverse site. If you're interested in any of that, just go straight to Grishaverse.com, click on her name, after you scroll down, you will see all the events, ways to join, ways to get all the information. So you can sign up there. There still are open spots for the one-on-one time with Lee if you'd like it. Um, and you get lots of like cute cute little swag and stuff like that. And it's virtual, but hey, it's, it's one-on-one with Lee. So I don't know how many spots are available. But um, anyways, snagged one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a lot of Grishaverse coming. October's going to be great. I'm excited for it. Um, just a reminder, um, we are trying to also do our own little Grishaverse birthday present for in, in April. I know we keep mentioning it, but just because I want you guys to enter. We've had some people writing and asking about topics, which has excited me, and it's been really cool to get to meet some of you all. And, um, yeah, so we'll just keep mentioning it. It's not like a huge thing right now because April's not right there, but it will come soon. Mm -hmm. So if you would like to be a part of that, please do not forget just to email us or me and get some more information. And um, since we are almost one year old, I would like to ask you all listeners, what do you guys like? What are your thoughts so far? Um, I know that we've asked you guys to go and rate us, um, but we haven't had a lot of new ratings. And um, I, not that, I know you guys are busy and don't have time and I understand that like you might you might enjoy listening to us but the last thing you really have time to do is to rate us but we don't know what you all want unless you do so we would love to I I know both of us would love to hear from you um just to tell us hey you guys are doing a great job or hey you guys really suck I really would love <laughs> to like hear more of this you guys are talking too much about this um the way that I believe Terry and I both 
tried to do this show is by making sure that we're giving you what you want. Um, we love the Grishaverse as much as you do. So we just want to make sure that we're giving you what you want. And um, yeah, the only way we can do that is if you help us. So please, um, the way that I look, I look at Apple um, Apple Podcast. Um, I haven't figured out how to look at the reviews on Spotify. I know people can review us on Spotify, but I can't even figure out how to see them. <laughs> um, you can see everything if you just go to like, if you Google... Grisha cast reviews. Everything is there from everything from like chart uh, okay. or whatever. And yeah, everything, all the reviews from everywhere are kind of put okay. into one little thing there. Well, I was just thinking, you know, I mean, we're getting, we're only a one year old baby that has no clue what we're doing, but we're enjoying it. And hey, we built a set. We do know what we're doing. We Look do. at our numbers. I know, but we're just having, we're, we're having, charting. we're having so much fun. And I just want to make sure that all the fun we're doing is also giving you guys like all the pleasure and happiness in the world that you are enjoying listening to us. So please fill us in. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't want to hear. Um, all of that. I am constructive criticism is great. And we're here for you. We don't really care about all the other podcasts. We're not here to try to be like what's the tea, RuPaul and like we love them, but that's not what we're here for. We're not trying to like be number one. We're trying to just have a fun time and have a great podcast and have a place where all of us Grishaverse freaks can get together. And I mean freak in a really good way because I'm so proud to be unique and I know you guys are too. Aren't you? Yeah, of course. Exactly. So that's what this is. It's a home for all of us to have a place to talk. And hey, we know Lee's coming back too. So that's another <laughs> exciting thing. Um, So... I just talked for a while. Is there anything else you want to share before we close out, girl? I think you've covered everything. Well, I know. I don't <laughs> shut up sometimes. But um, if you guys have any special talents or anything, any <laughs> like Grishaverse-ish anything and would like to share that with us, we would love to debut it, whether it be a song like Kendra did. Kendra is amazing. But if you guys do artwork or I see so much great artwork, um, anything that you would like to show, um, please let us know. I mean... We've we've got lots actually back there that you don't even realize is some like is things that you guys made. Um, fans, you guys are incredibly, incredibly talented. So please share that with us. Mm -hmm. We'd love to share it now, especially since we're tr we're trying to get our YouTube channel to be a YouTube channel. <laughs> so um, anyways, we just love to help you guys out. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, next week we are covering just two more chapters. We're going to do chapters 26 and 27. We're going to kind of take it slowly here. Um, especially since October's coming and I've got a lot of costumes to come up with. <laughs> so we got some work to do. We sure do. Okay. Well, it's starting to get chilly outside guys. That's <laughs> exciting. Okay. Well, we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No, no mourners. No funeral. This has been Grisha Cast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram at GrishaCast, YouTube at GrishaCast, Twitter at GrishaCast, and Facebook at GrishaCast. A special thank you for our background music created by Kendra Dante and produced by Year 26.